If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Close your eyes and picture this, a public restroom. Your mind probably jumps to the worst, dirtiest, messiest ones you've experienced, but really, they don't have to be that bad. And while they may skeeve you out as a parent, using them is totally unavoidable. Today, we're going to talk about tips for using the public restroom with your kids. This is Parent Savers. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome, everybody, to Parent Savers, your online, on-the-go support group for parents with toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Thanks so much for listening to us, and I'm sure you listen to us every time a new episode is released, but even if this is your first time, thank you for joining us. And thanks for those of you who also continue the conversations with us on Facebook and Twitter and social media. We love hearing from you. We love interacting with you. We love when you participate in the show. So make sure to check out the Parent Savers app or the New Mommy Media app so you can listen to all of our episodes wherever you go, both from us and from all of our sister shows. But there are tons of ways for you guys to get involved, so here's Sunny with a few more details on how you can do that. Yeah, so we have a bunch of segments that you guys can participate in. They're all listed on our website. In fact, we just updated the homepage of our website to showcase some of um, the most popular segments across all of our shows. So all of our shows kind of follow the same format. If you listen to multiple New Mommy Media shows, you've probably noticed that in the past. And so all of our shows have special, unique segments, and Parent Savers is no exception. So we have a Parenting Oops segment where we share the comments that you guys have about some perhaps parenting fails. <laughs> that have happened to you in the past, anything that you want to share with us, you can ask our experts questions and we'll include your question and their response in a future episode so we can help out other parents. And then just in general, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think about the show. If you have follow-up questions after we release an episode, if you want to share what you thought about a certain episode, good or bad, we believe this is your show and um, we're here to help and to educate in any way we can. So if we did something you really like, let us know. If we did something you didn't like so much, let us know that. We'll see if we can make any improvements for the future and just make Parent Savers the best it can be. Yep. We love the feedback. Yep. We love the good feedback, but it's also good to get the, um, the not so good <laughs> feedback sometimes. That helps yeah. us give us make a better show. Well, it helps us grow, right? And we don't know. If people don't tell us what they don't like, then we don't know, right? Totally. And so today it's going to be me and Sonny with the conversation about public restrooms. I have three boys, a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, and an almost five-year-old. And so we definitely use public restrooms, but it's probably a different experience with just all boys than you might have with your uh, the girls half and, and half. boys. Yep, half and half. Because <laughs> I, I can always just go to the same one. Yeah. Oh, we totally should have had your wife on the show, Christina. We should have had her on the show to be like, I've got four boys. What do I do? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I have experienced both sides of the story here because I have four kids and two of them are boys and two of those are girls. I have to be honest. I don't know that we leave the house all that much to be able to experience (laughs) this in full force, right? Because 
you know, I've got four kids and it's crazy. But uh, we do venture out of the house occasionally. And when we do, you know, I do have to think about what I'm going to do with my older boys. And, and it is nice that I've got two that, you know, five and three, and then my twins are two and a half. So actually, he's not three anymore. Uh, five and four. Sorry, you just mm. turned four. So it's nice because they can kind of partner together. And we may talk about that a little bit later on. So, I, you know, when I send them into the bathroom now, if it's a men's restroom, I don't usually follow them in or anything and have, you know, I have a little bit of comfort, at least in knowing that they can pair up and do it together. But yeah, so and with the girls, it's it's not a big deal at all, because right. they can always just follow me in and then it's more of what do I do with my boys if I'm by myself right do I bring all four in I've never had to experience that I think anytime I try, I try not to venture too far out of the house without my husband <laughs> for that very reason really that's what that's that's fascinating all right we'll jump into that a little bit more but first we'll take a quick break step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply All right, so this is regarding uh, an episode that we did a couple months back, and it was about electronics and tablets. And we actually asked the question within the title of the episode, do they really work? And so Marion is commenting on this episode, and she says, hello, I love your show. However, I was quite surprised as well as turned off by this week's episode on electronic toys, games, and tablets. First of all, let me preface my comments by saying I am not anti-electronics or video games at all. I really do believe there is a time and place for all of these things in our lives and our children's lives. However, having a gaming expert on the show to talk about the benefits of online games and apps is akin to having an oil executive share with us the reasons that we should not try to reduce our reliance on oil or someone from PETA sharing with us the benefits of a vegan diet. What else would we expect? I would have very much appreciated a pediatrician, child psychologist, or other health expert on the show as well. He mentioned, and she's referring to our gaming expert, uh, he mentioned that the science was not definitive. I do not know where he is looking, but in the journals that I have read, the science is definitive. There is nothing, I repeat, nothing that replaces human interaction. I'm a mental health and addictions therapist who works with children, adolescents, and adults, and I have a healthy skepticism for opinions people share that they claim are based in science. And she does continue on. This is quite a big email. I'm going to skip to the bottom just for time. Um, she says, I hope that in the future you will have more balanced opinions on the show. I thank you for reading my long and very opinionated but based in science comments. Thank you for all that you do. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention this a little bit and address this comment. This was, you know, I feel like on the show for Parent Savers, we're talking a lot about kind of children behavior kind of stuff. Because when we have toddlers, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing right. with, you know, how do you manage this? And what I find is we have a lot of pediatricians, the, the same things that um, Marion was mentioning in this, in, in the email. Ooh, she was mentioning. Yes, child psychologists, pediatricians. Those are the main experts we always have on the show. And any expert is going to give their opinion based on their experience, right? And so with this 
episode, we were really trying to think a little bit more outside the box. We have never had a gaming expert to share their opinion on this. Um, but I totally get what Marion is saying, is that it is probably from a little bit biased perspective. The other thing that we did with this episode, though, that I think was great, is that our expert, and I can't remember how old his daughter was, like 10 months? John, do you remember how yeah. old? I'm trying to remember how much Amy, how old Amy's kids were. I don't off the top of my head. Yeah, but I mean, I think it only has one. But it was a really oh, young child, yeah. you know. And that's we, right. That's right. And we were hoping that kind of balanced it a little bit. And I think one thing we probably could have said at the top of the show: listen, we, exactly what I said. Listen, we typically have these type of experts on the show. We're trying to do something a little bit different because most of the information we see out there is so negative towards this. We were trying to provide a different perspective. I. Do don't believe we said that. And so I can right. totally see how Marion took this to be, you know, this isn't quite fair because yeah. of the expert you have. And it's interesting. I mean, and I'm not trying to sound defensive here, but because we do welcome the feedback, but she did preface her email by saying that she's not necessarily anti electronics and toys. But then the rest of the email was like a big but after that to talk about it. And whether or not some of the things that Andy were saying were, say, like, Hardcore claims that this is based in scientific fact, and that's not how I recall the conversation necessarily going, but I think just looking at it from a different perspective, I think that there is a very negative stigma towards video games and apps, Mm -hmm. and I think it's something that as parents this generation that we are all struggling with between the fact that there are educational benefits to using apps, and then there's clearly addictive uh, possibilities with it too. Mm -hmm. And where's the line? Where's the balance? And I think that to make a blanket statement either way, and I don't think we were making a blanket statement that electronics and apps are totally okay and you should just go all in on them. But I think that we were talking about there are ways to use electronics, toys, and video games that you don't have to be afraid of. And certainly I think the other side of that pendulum is just to try and cut out any screen time, any TV, any interactive entertainment. And I personally am not sure that we're there either, but I think what we're trying to represent and by having the gaming expert on, I can see that it definitely was more slanted towards, hey, let's try to find positive benefits of it. But just trying to represent the the difficulty that I think a lot of us are facing with this, but also that, hey, you know what? It can be okay. And here's some reasons why. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm definitely going to reach out to Marion. And and she mentioned that she has, you know, some other information journals that she's read. Uh, We do have for all of the episodes that we release, we have a section on our website for the individual episode pages, where we list additional resources. So I'm going to reach out to Marion, make sure that we get some of those links up there on the site. For those of you who, you know, are looking for both sides of it, uh, we certainly do want to provide that for you. And it may be an episode that we explore in the future, too is to really dive into some of these journals and what they're saying as the the negative uh, sides of things. So, uh, Marianne, we really do appreciate your comment. Thank you so much. And again, if anyone else has any comments about the shows that we do and why we cover things the way we do, we'd be happy to look it over. And and we really do take things seriously. So even if we don't read an email on the show, we do discuss it internally and we always grow from it. So we really do appreciate your feedback. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 
So today on Parent Savers, we're talking about a topic that has been surprisingly in the news a lot lately, and it's public restrooms. Uh, And specifically, we're looking at using public restrooms with kids. So, Sunny, thanks for having the conversation. Yes. So let's start here. I mean, it might, this might be too personal, but I think we've covered a lot of personal topics between the two of us. <laughs> but when is the last time you were able to go out to dinner at a restaurant without your kids, without one of your kids pooping? Oh my gosh. In the middle of the meal. Does this happen to you? It happens to us every single time. Well, I don't know if I can really compare it to going out in public because I, like I stated earlier, I yeah. rarely like, I mean, I go out in public. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I go out in public, but as far as going out with my kids, I will tell you so it rarely happens but i will say my parents were in town recently and my parents were like let's go out let's take all the kids i think we went to ihop right and because kids eat free <laughs> and yeah, so totally. we went to ihop and uh, no joke my son went to the restroom at least seven times this is my five-year-old at <laughs> least seven times and it got to the point where we quit walking to the bathroom with them we could visually see it yeah and I'm just like honestly I really don't think some mass serial killer is gonna come into IHOP and hurt my child and I can see the bathroom right there and so I don't know what business he was doing in the bathroom I'm assuming <laughs> he wasn't pooping every time but yeah they get crazy and well, that's why and we- sometimes I think they just like the idea of going to the bathroom it's something for them to do like that's true maybe He's just bored. That's a really good point. (laughs) Bored, and he just was maybe wanting to go seven times is a lot. At least seven times, seven to ten. I'm gonna give a ballpark. (laughs) But for us, it's like clockwork. If we go out somewhere and it's with all three boys, chances are by the end of the meal, someone's gonna have to have broken off and need some help. Probably the older one can do it. The middle one, I mostly trust, but he's had some. Some accidents. Not thorough, not thorough experiences. <laughs> um, and I still like to go with the youngest one. But that just kind of, I think, underscores that for us, at least, if we go out in public, the restrooms are going to be a part of wherever we're going, right. whether it's shopping or wherever. Chances are the kids are going to have to go to the bathroom, whether right. it's just pee or poop or whatever. Right. And so what I'll say, for me, it's a little bit easier because when I'm out, it's me and the three boys. And so it's pretty easy for me to take them into the bathroom. But like, what if you have like a baby and a three-year-old and so you're shopping and the three-year-old has to go. So like, what do you do? The baby's sleeping, but you just, you got to go take care of business with the three-year-old, right? Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that you just hope no one else is in the restroom. So you can bring like your whole brood like into the restroom and keep things as quiet as possible. But everything echoes in a bathroom. So the (laughs) odds of that happening and you not waking up your baby um, are slim to none. But yeah, I mean, we're we're all going to do what we think is the safest for our kids, right? So we're certainly not going to leave one kid out. Yeah, in the hall while the other kid goes potty because they're opposite gender. I mean, give me a break. But a lot of the places I think that we go or that you – whenever you make the venture out into public are family-friendly. And so if you're in the restroom there, people probably understand. And then they have the family bathrooms and stuff too, some of them, right? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I've got some thoughts on that. Okay, okay. But what do you think it is about public restrooms that makes people the most nervous? Or even about you, because people have some strong opinions and are pretty scared about public restrooms. Right. So I think it's fear of the unknown. Honestly, there's a lot of unknown factors here. You don't know. It may look clean, and that certainly gives us a lot of peace of mind. But we truly don't know. Um, we just did a whole episode on Parent Savers about germs, and we talked about public restroom settings. And mm-hmm. you know, we think things are very clean, but who knows? People could be skimping out on the soap and the soap dispenser, and not using the right chemicals on the floor. So I think there's a lot of unknowns there. I think there's a lot of unknowns with you don't know who's coming 
coming into the restroom with you. You you germs, don't have yeah, control. Germs, so it's strangers, yeah. Yeah, unless, you know, there are single-use restrooms, and I feel much more comfortable in those, although then you find yourself, like, waiting in the hall, 10 people back, right? Those are some of the things I think we, we just don't know in our homes. We know what to expect, because we know when the last time we cleaned our toilet was. You know, right. we know what generally what germs we're bringing into the house. Yeah, and so I think it is – I mean, yeah, for me, if I think it's just like some crazy dirty place and my kids are going to be just in some filthy, filthy place. But I know people have a lot of stranger apprehensions too yeah. about, hey, you don't know what the other people are, what's going on in the public restrooms. But so I think that gets to the root of a lot of you know the conflict of, hey, what do you do with – when you have two boys, so five and four now, but if they have to go to the bathroom, would you bring them in at this point? Would you bring them in with you to the ladies' room? And if you wouldn't, like, do you feel bad about that? Would I bring them into the ladies' room? It would be very rare that I just had the boys. But if that were right. the situation, I would – I think it depends on what they had to do in the bathroom. I may question them beforehand. Okay, is this a number yeah. one or a number two? Because if it's a number two – I and here's another thing if the like handicap stall is available <laughs> where I know I can kind of ease everybody in and we're not going to be super cramped if I know it's going to be more detailed more involved to kind of clean up afterward I would take them into the women's restroom still if I think it's a quick pee I would again I would feel more comfortable if they went in together and if I knew – if I had some control or I knew there weren't very many people in the bathroom and I could kind of manage that a little bit or at least have a better idea, like an airport, I would never let my kids go into an airport bathroom by themselves. Ever, ever, ever. For cleanliness reasons. No. Because yeah. I – you know, someone could steal my kid and be on a plane in two seconds. Oh, like, got it. Because of No the, way. No way. Like cleanliness is The worst case scenario reasons. Yeah. Worst case yeah. scenario. Like and, – and I wouldn't even know where they're at. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's an extreme situation. But it really depends on the situation. If it's simple cleanup, then I let them go by themselves. But I feel better if the boys are together. If you saw like a four-year-old boy in the bathroom with, with his mom, you wouldn't really think twice about it though, right? No, not at all. Right. So I feel like it might be one of those things where with a lot of parenting things that like we feel bad and like everyone's looking bad judging us for something with like really young kids or, you know, even four, even five-year-olds. But for the most part, other parents aren't going to have any issue with that. And yeah. And in fact, you know, and I think a lot of moms are like this. If we see another mom struggling because it usually is the moms that have like a bunch of kids in the bathroom, right. I think we go out of our way to help whether it's, you know, I mean, I wouldn't wash someone's you know, kids' hands for them. That's a little crazy. But I might reach oh, right. up and get some towels for them yeah. or help them throw something away or open the door for them or, or, you know, something that's simple like that. I mean, we've all kind of been there. Right. And we know it's challenging and there's just so many things that are going through your mind. You're trying to keep everyone together and you don't want anyone to get any <laughs> any dirtier than they have to be. So there's, there's a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> right. And I think moms are really willing to help out other moms in the bathroom when they see that. But I will say it. So it's totally different being a dad because as a dad and so like having gone through like coaches training for little league and soccer and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, what will happen is like we'll be at a practice with, you know, we've got four and five year olds at t-ball practice or at, you know, the first year of soccer and a kid will be like, I have to go to the bathroom. And so we're trained as coaches. Do not take a kid that's not yours to the bathroom. Never find yourself alone with another kid in the bathroom. Oh. If we're in a if we were in a public place, like it really isn't, I would say, appropriate for me to engage with somebody else's kid while they're like in the bathroom or something. Whereas a mom might be more willing to help out. 
Because even if nothing's going to happen, it ends up being just you and that other kid in the bathroom. Like, never let that situation come up is what, you know, we're trained as dads, which I think is pretty interesting. It's a lot different than for girls. That's amazing because that never would have crossed my mind. Like, when I say little penises and vaginas, now I think kids. <laughs> like, it is – that is the furthest thing from my – it's like, how do I take care of this child? I am in, like, caregiver oh. mode and, and, and not that dads wouldn't be that are taking kids in well, there. Well, no, even if we would be, but yeah. we just – they won't take the chances. What, like amazing. we're. Amazing. It's, it's actually really sad. I actually think it's really sad. I understand why that needs to happen. And God forbid anything bad happened, you know, where yeah. those precautions weren't taken. And I'm sure it has, which has resulted in why we do the things right. we, the way we do. But I think it's so sad because, I mean, the dads just want to help, right? But, but mm-hmm. there are boundaries, right? Yeah. And I would say that, like, just from, like, hearing the stories or, like, you hear – Maybe it's like one story every couple of years about something really, really bad happening in like a public restroom at a park or something. Yeah. Is that my radar goes up the most at public parks. Yeah. Um, if we're at a place or like a playground, whereas I might feel fine like at an IHOP or something like, yeah, go ahead. Let my kids just run to the bathroom. But in a really, really public place like that, or I guess you were saying like you have a big line at the airport, yeah. um, public parks, those are the kind of places where I don't want to let my kid go in sight unseen. Like you definitely want to sort of check it out, investigate and make sure it's okay. And I don't even know what – I guess I'm afraid of a bad person oh, being yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I don't know like, specifically what I'm afraid they're going to do, but just that there is some person that I don't know about in there. But you're uh, probably not worried that they're going to take your kid. Or maybe you are, but not – I don't think that's the primary issue. I think you're just worried about – you don't know. Like anyone has access to that facility. Right. Anybody. Doesn't matter yeah, who it, you are, whatever you can. I mean, because at least with an airport, they had to make it through some security, right? right so the right. odds are they're not going to blow up my kid in a bathroom or whatever. The odds are that the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to take them, right? Yeah. So it's just a different concern. But again, it's the unknown. You don't know. And then we hear these horrible headlines of people, you know, kids being assaulted in bathrooms and someone could be hiding in that bathroom stall. I mean, maybe something that happens even before yeah. you get there that you, you just don't know. And I do know parents that kind of call in there. Have you seen that too? Where they're like, hello, yeah, totally. is anyone in here? I'm not right. that but sometimes, parent, not yet, yeah. at least. Yeah, I mean, I imagine if I had a little girl, I would maybe call out and then maybe want to go and investigate it myself once I was sure there were no other people in there or if, if there was no one else that was there to help me get her to the bathroom and safe. That's something I might consider. At some point, the parent boundaries go down, right? When you're right. just like, hey, I'm being the papa bear or the mama bear and mm-hmm. I'm doing what I need to do to protect my kid. Mm-hmm. Even though the chances are so slim that anything would happen, we, just, yeah. we all parent in this sort of... For the God forbid scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think that's what I think everyone's kind of afraid of. So, all right, let's take a quick break. I think there's uh, a lot more to talk about with this public restroom topic, including sort of why it's been in the news recently. And I'm curious to get your thoughts on it, uh, Sonny, as well as hopefully after the show, hear from some of our listeners. So we'll be right back. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. Today, we're talking about using public restrooms with kids. So there's a big issue going on uh, currently about you know transgender 
people and what bathroom should they use and be assigned to. And lots of states are stepping into discussion. And I think people have a lot of opinions about it. And I think a lot of it is tied into the kids. You hear a lot of arguments sort of on both sides that I think involve kids in the bathroom and sort of like what effect that letting f- members of the opposite sex in will have on them. Um, and it seems to be that the target restrooms are the ones that get called out the most. And I know that they maybe took a stand on the topic, but you know, for some reason, when a lot of people picture this, they picture shopping at target. Um, and then what exactly is going to happen in the restrooms there. But, you know, why do you think Sonny that people are so fired up about this topic? I'm going to be redundant and say it's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of not knowing who's, yeah, who's going to go into that restroom. I saw an article recently. In fact, maybe, maybe I'll post to this um, on our Facebook page to see what other parents think of it. But it was this picture of this beautiful child. I mean, just gorgeous, full makeup. I almost look like a glamour shot, honestly. And the article was saying, you know, you're going to be really surprised, you know, about this child and the experience that this child had in a restroom. And it was all about transgender. And it turns out the picture was uh, actually of a little boy who is now transgender and is going through um, some sort of change. I think it's hormone changes or right now. They're, they're, somehow they're making this change. Um, mm-hmm. No surgery, but something something's involved of someone who was born as a boy and always identified themselves as a, a little girl. And it conjures up such an image in your head because when you look at this photo – you think, oh my goodness, of course this is a little girl, and of course this little girl should be able to use a female restroom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, those are the obvious cases. Those are the, the things that I think most parents, we want rights for our children. We love our children, regardless of what our children do. We love our children, and you know, we, we want to embrace them as people in general. I think most people would agree with that, you know? But I, I think I have a little bit different uh, spin on all of this, and And again, when we see an article like that and a picture like that, our heart goes out to that family to be like, yeah, of course that, you know, little girl should be able to use the restroom. But I come from, you know, I have friends and family that are in law enforcement and very specifically in law enforcement dealing with uh, child abuse and, you know, just sexual abuse and death of children. Everything's like involving children. And so they're very concerned about these issues right now because the way things are worded to be so general is that literally uh, a male could walk into Target, put on a dress off the rack at Target and say, you know, I'm going to go now into a women's restroom and this could be a pedophile. And now this is an issue that, you know, it's kind of like, where do we draw the line? So, again, we're dealing with two extremes here, right? Mm -hmm. But the case kind of ends up being... Well, what's in the best interest of most people? You know, do we have most kids, you know, really wanting to change uh, their identity or do we have more pedophiles? And I have to say, honest to goodness, look at the statistics. We have more pedophiles. So it's a hard case. You know, it's it's a hard decision to make. But you kind of feel like, wow, you kind of go with what's going to impact the most amount of people. I mean, is that how we make the call here? Right. And I mean, certainly you are definitely coming at it with a bias of child abuse and looking at it from that perspective. And I mean, it seems like no matter what, the attention being drawn to this issue isn't necessarily helping. Uh, I think that, you know, especially as the trans over the past year or so, as transgender acceptance and awareness has sort of risen more and more to the forefront, there's probably been more transgender people in my life or throughout my life that I've encountered than I've ever realized Mm -hmm. uh, is sort of. And I think that 
in the past they were going to the bathroom and everything was just fine and they weren't transgender as a ploy to be able to be pedophiles or to do anything horrible. They're just transgender because that's who they are and have been able to just go and use whatever bathroom they need to and it really not be a big deal. But now it's becoming a big deal and to me it seems like this is, again, a little bit of the God forbid parenting that you're protecting against. And certainly you don't want even one case to happen, but that the majority of people that are being affected are the transgender folks uh, that are now not able to go with the bathroom that they identified with and definitely have no ill intentions or anything like that. Right. And I don't know that there are pedophiles that are going to take advantage of this or not, but I certainly understand that that probably also happens way more than I want to realize or admit. Yeah, and if you look online, like most communities, you know, have websites and stuff that, you know, show you the the different pedophiles in your area. And you would be amazed. Like, if you ever go on those sites, like, you know, what we know of as – we think of, like, an old creepy grandpa or uncle, like, greasy kind of person, like, looking in on people. These are everyday people that you would never even know. And so a lot of people have been classified as – this is not that everyone's going to take advantage of this, but it's just one of those things that we have have to keep in mind because again what are we trying to do in general we're trying to protect our children that is the bottom Mm -hmm. line and you know whether you say you're protecting your child because you don't want this transgender thing to happen or you know you're protecting your child because your child is transgender you want to stand up for the rights of transgender children we're both still trying to do the same thing everyone's just trying to protect kids and you know and we want to be fair and so at the end of the day i think what can we as parents do to our kids and that's keep them close to us and be able to just control as much as we can and hopefully not. And a lot of the issues I think that you were talking about of what scared you about public restrooms are really about lack of control. Yeah. That we don't control that environment. And so we just need to kind of take back as much control as we can. Right. So for example, I mean, I don't think it's a choice. Like if you have to go to the bathroom, but your kids don't, doesn't matter. They're coming in with you, right? Right, right. I mean, it's not like you would leave your kids want to use the Target example. Like, yeah, why don't you go check out the toy section? I'll be right back. You're going to bring them with you. Yeah. They're I mean, they're, a bit older. there have been exceptions to the rule. I mean, obviously, if, if my husband's with me, I leave them with my husband, right? They don't have to follow me in that way. Right. But, yeah, exactly. Or I have, you know, in, in situations like we've been in like certain clubs and stuff where we know everybody and you have to have a membership or something to get in. Oh, yeah. Anytime where it's vetted like that, where you truly like know everybody that's coming in, I think obviously those are, you know, exceptions to the rule. But yeah. yeah. You can do a handoff to like another parent or something. Hey, I'll right. be right back. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, they, they have to come in with me. I don't, I really don't care how old they are. Like <laughs> you have to come in All with right. me until, you know, until you could really fight with me about it. I think you got to come in with me. Yeah. And then when they get, skeeved out by it eventually you'll meet your spouse and then you guys go to the bathroom <laughs> exactly and each other. it all works out <laughs> let's talk about family restrooms speaking of watching mm. each other go to the bathroom like when you go <laughs> one of these places uh and you pile all into like that one big room um have you noticed any like etiquette around family restrooms or do you sort of have any boundaries around those no, and I kind of feel like it's anything goes in those. Who mainly has these family? I mean, it is a lot for a business to say, and, and not to dwell on the whole transgender thing, but I do think it's relevant to say a lot of people have said, why can't transgender you know, men, women, people, why can't they use the family restroom? Right. You know, but the thing is, is that a lot of time, I mean, think about what it would be like for all these businesses or even in your own home to create a new restroom. You know, I mean, it takes Mm -hmm. money. I mean, think about all these, you you know, because you brought up Target. Think about what it would cost Target 
to install if they didn't already have it and i don't know what the stats are how many family restrooms they have or whatever but if you said okay target the answer is to install family bathrooms you know think about what a hit that would be to their budget and we can't really expect people to do that kind of thing so i kind of view family restrooms as kind of a catch-all that you don't really know what you're going to get it is not my first option so for example if it's a situation where i feel comfortable taking everyone into the women's restroom which right now is with all of my kids i don't even care Mm -hmm. i will always opt for that i don't believe i have ever used a family bathroom with everybody yet yeah, I think family restrooms are for families, and that really has nothing to do with sexual orientation or anything. I remember one time being at a baseball game with a big group of people and uh, seeing a person I know sort of look around and then walk in the family bathroom by himself. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to the family bathroom like without a family. I'm like, like he's just like breaking some big rule, but I still <laughs> – I think that they're for families. And if somebody came along with a dirty diaper or like a young kid that was potty training and needed to go in there with them, you got to have that family bathroom available for them. I don't think that individuals should be using family bathrooms. I really don't. That's like people using like the family parking spots or the pregnancy parking spots when they don't need to. That drives me crazy too. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm with you on that. But I'm one of those people that for some reason, and this is totally not fair, but I almost view family bathrooms as not being as clean. That's not I, fair. Yeah. I, know. I think about that as well. And so it's probably a lot harder to clean up. And so I think that that probably goes a bit to the etiquette as well yeah. that – as families, we need to imagine that we're the next family coming in as we leave. Right. So let's not completely thrash that place. Because I, th- I think I just think about, oh, I know what the bathroom's like after you know we go to the bathroom at home. You know, <laughs> and It can be kind of <laughs> crazy versus, right. you know, my personal, my husband and I's personal bathroom is usually cleaner, you know, because we kind of know what we're doing and we don't usually miss. So <laughs> it's just a whole, a whole different thing. Yeah. All right, so we found this article online on Lifehacker, right? Yes. How to survive public restrooms when you're with kids. And so let's talk about some of these tips real quick. Right. Okay, so the first thing on our list here is don't touch anything. You know, they're talking about – this kind of goes to an extreme, but they're talking about using tissues to open doors – I can't say that I do that. Um, yeah, but tr- and I know we just did the germ episode and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. And I totally get that people have their germ issues and want to avoid as many germs as possible. I am not one of the people that's going to kick the bathroom door open or wait no. for somebody else to open it so I can squeeze through without touching anything. But I, I certainly understand if you have a great fear of germs, not to touch anything. But to me, if you flush the toilet with your foot, that's just making me the normal person that flushes it with my hand. Like, More now I got to touch your foot stuff. Yeah. Like, come on. You're just making it dirtier for the rest of us. I don't think that's very – I think it's a little bit selfish. Well, so they say don't touch bathroom locks, doors, taps. I don't know what a tap is. Taps is like when there's like the metal plate on a push door. Oh, OK, OK. With your, I mean, it's like we're preparing for surgery, guys. Seriously. That's what comes yeah. <laughs> to mind. When Back enter, it up. Yeah. Don't touch the door. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I mean, that's how a lot of people uh, view the world as a very germy, germy place. Yeah, exactly. Certainly when we think about public bathrooms, that's it. But if you think about it, if you're at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, I can certainly see that it's pretty messed up. But a lot of places that families will go to, they are priding themselves on having a clean bathroom and are cleaning it probably more often than you're cleaning your bathroom at home. 
Okay, the next item on our list is bring hand sanitizer with you. And this kind of leads into the germ episode that we just did, too. I'm not a big hand sanitizer. Yeah, right? It's overrated a little bit. I feel like – I just feel like my kids are so dirty all the time. And why am I not (laughs) using more hand sanitizer? I think Um, it's like a placebo effect a little bit. Yeah, I kind of feel like the more I protect them from it, the more their immune systems are just going to grab onto anything else and just not be protected. Yeah, and it'll just drive me crazy. But I do – in all fairness, I carry it around my I just rarely use it. So uh, <laughs> right. my intention is there. I have good thoughts about it. It just doesn't always happen. Uh, yeah. Next on our list is teach your kids not to touch anything, which I kind of feel like is the first one. Don't touch Dude, anything. Dude, if you know – listen, if you know a secret about how to do this, I am all ears. My kids want to touch everything. If they're walking down the street and there's wood with like splinters sticking out of it, they're just yeah, going to walk true. along and touch it. And so I think this is just goes beyond public bathrooms. But kids, you don't have to touch everything. But they're so tactile. They, they just touch and they got to do everything. And in a public bathroom, you could all of a sudden be touching the wrong thing. I actually totally get that, which I guess puts me in a weird spot. But I think that like touch the door, that's fine with me. But don't go crawling behind the toilet. Like there's a line, right? <laughs> yes, there is. For example, turn on the sink with your hand and wash it, but don't lick the toilet seat. Oh gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> and kids lick everything. They lick right. everything. It's so true, and they put everything in their mouth. So yeah, I yeah. guess it is a little bit different. The first thing we were kind of talking about us not touching stuff, and then kids not touching stuff. And right. so I get that. And get the thing that. is, I also know with the kids that that's going straight up their nose. That finger is going to be in his nose. Well, you know, just 30 minutes ago, before we started, you know, whatever, more, maybe more like an hour, before we started recording this episode, my little girl brings me a dead bee. And I'm just like, (laughs) seriously? Like, do we have to wash the hands now? See, this would have been a good place for my hand sanitizer. Been like, ooh, dead bee, get it off your hands. Did I? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then, but you could sanitize it away. Yeah, exactly. This next one's totally out of my realm of expertise yeah okay so we're talking about hovering are we talking we're talking about opposite sex here talking about no we're talking about a girl going to the bathroom not touching the toilet seat so hovering so and i assume that maybe moms do this as well like if they're in a public restroom they try not to touch anything so they're sort of in like a standing squat (gasps) oh i okay okay do you hover to pee? No, I would spray. If I hovered to pee, I would spray <laughs> everywhere. And my girls do not have good aim either. So we would be like cats, honestly. It would not be good. Um, you know what's funny? Um, <laughs> when I was a little girl, my parents and I took a trip over to Europe. And I don't know if it's the same now as it was back then, because you know, you're talking about like 30 years mm-hmm. ago. But a lot of places in Europe just have a, like bathrooms, public restaurants restrooms just have a hole in the ground yeah i have a friend that's over there right now they just posted a picture of one on facebook yeah and so they as i was seriously i was like eight and i remember my mom holding me over the hole and being like you gotta pee you gotta pee and i just i mean like no not even a drop like i'm like (laughs) i don't know what that is there should be a toilet right there there's just (laughs) there's just a hole i don't get it so that's what is a bad memory for me so i'm like hovering no 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 i you know the, the i will pull down you know if they've got those toilet seat thingy majiggies you know the paper things you can put on top of it i do use those and i will encourage my kids to use those but then that really does force you to be in the stall with them right so if you're just you know usually those are too high for like my five-year-old couldn't reach those right so if he had to do number two or something like that it's not gonna work Mm -hmm. right 
But yeah, so I do encourage that. And then the last one is, and I actually am totally on board with this one too, is, you know, <laughs> do your business before you leave the house. Yeah. You know, anytime it, we're about to go, I mean, yeah. you round up your kids and be like, go to the bathroom right now oh, before you leave. Yes. And because we're in like in the middle of like potty training a bunch of them, like I think I'm potty training three kids right now. Like one's on one, you know, the upper level, like I'm almost done. And then my twins are like on the, we're just starting stage. So yeah, like we're going potty all the time, even if yeah. I feel like half my life is spent in the bathroom right now. So <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so go whenever possible before you get in the car or whatever. And yeah, because you just don't, again, if fear of the unknown, you leave your house, you don't know what to expect. Yeah, totally. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Let's talk about, and we got a little bit of response from this um, on Facebook, but some of the places that have public restrooms that you love, that you totally would say, hey, it's a pleasure to go into these public restrooms. Do you have any for yourself? Um, yes, and I think it's applicable to parents with families as, as well. It's not just for adults. So the biggest one I can think of that people would understand across the country, because I know our audience is all over mm-hmm. the place. If you go to, to home improvement stores, which how often are you really taking your kids to home <laughs> improvement stores? I get it. But if you do, they usually have really nice restrooms. And if you think about it, it all makes sense. It's all really a big like marketing thing for them. Like, oh, look at this backsplash. Oh, <laughs> look at this sink. This toilet's nice. fantastic. Look at this tile work, you know? <laughs> and so we recently went into a really popular store and my husband and I both commented on it. We're like, we did not expect this. And of course, yeah. we didn't even have our kids with us. <laughs> but I did notice when we left the restroom and we came out, there were also a bunch of drinking fountains, which I always thought was kind of strange you're gonna drink right next to the restroom but anyway they had a lot of different sizes and stuff too so i could tell that they were trying to make it more family friendly so that's one thing if if it or even if you're not if if you're driving because you may see a lot of these home improvement stores when you're driving right so if you're driving you're like i don't want to go to a gas station or something like that seriously who's going to check to make sure you're a customer at a home improvement store yeah yeah, driving along like what do you do and usually our go-to is a fast food restaurant yeah Um, yeah because you can usually go in there and then depending on how much eye contact you make with the cashiers (laughs) if you feel guilty you have to buy like a small drink or something you're like (laughs) going along the side of the wall like nobody look no right but you're right a home improvement store you just got to find it sometimes they're in the back sometimes they're on the side for us costco always has good bathrooms i think that they just generally that company has a lot of good customer service and i think that they really make sure they're cleaning that bathroom every hour so anytime you go in there it's in pretty good shape and we as a family you know have been to legoland a few times and they've got really great family bathrooms which makes a lot of sense it's a place totally geared towards families but they keep them nice and clean they've got really uh, lots of stalls they're private they've got little places for kids to sit within the stalls they've got little tiny sinks they've got you know everything's just geared towards kids and so it's actually a pretty fun bathroom experience at legoland as well both my wife and i kind of independently agreed on that when we were thinking about this question and i would imagine too and you know, I can't make a blanket statement, but any places that are specifically geared towards kids, you would think, yeah, would be more friendly overall, right? And totally. they would probably be checking the restrooms a little more because they know there's a lot more kids coming, you know, to the park or whatever. So that might be something that might work out for you too. 
Great. Well, if you have any other public restrooms that you like, definitely let us know. Send us a note. Or if you have some funny public restroom experiences, let us know. <laughs> I guess tell us about the gross ones too, because everyone likes – but we're more looking at for the funny and the oopses and stuff like that. But anyway, that was a lot of talk about public restrooms. But I think that uh, we covered a lot of ground. And I think, yeah, it really is all about control issues and not being in control. But then – taking it back and being as much in control as you can into where you're comfortable. And you really got to just stick with your kids and do what you're comfortable with. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, Sonny. And thanks to everyone for listening to us today. For more information about public restrooms and some of the articles we talked about, we'll have that up on the website at newmommymedia.com. And believe it or not, we're going to continue the conversation about public restrooms uh, for members <laughs> of our Parent Savers Club. We've got a bonus question about Parent Savers. Uh, what? Uh, there's more? Yes, what? there's more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so for more information about that uh, and the Parent Savers Club, you can visit the member portion of our website. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So we have a segment that we call What Up With That? What Up With That? What Up With That? I feel like we need like a stinger to come on or like some Until we do. I'm just, every time you say it, I'm going to say it Okay. So this one is all about going to the bathroom, which obviously is really apropos to our conversation today. Of course, we have a potty What Up With That question. Right. So this comes from Iris. And Iris says, I have got one child who refuses to flush the toilet, always leaves a love lovely souvenir for the next <laughs> visitor to behold. I love her language, to behold. It's like, it's like a Disney cartoon or something. <laughs> to behold. Yeah. Like, what is up with that? Because I could tell, especially, you know, my four-year-old, I could tell him a trillion times, listen, when you're done, flush the toilet, and inevitably, I go in there and there is a, a souvenir to behold. Right. Yeah, I... um. When does yeah, it stop, Jonathan? I honestly don't know what's up with that. And <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine that that might be one of those things. You know, you see things in your kids from a young age and it ends up carrying through their adult life. Right? Yes. I think that hopefully is not one of those, but it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know they're proud. They're usually proud of it, right? And we have this thing going on, uh, you know, in defense of my poor four-year-old, which I pick on all the time. In defense of him, um, we have a system now where we give marbles. We have like this little marble jar and we give marbles when our kids do good things and we take away marbles. It's kind of like mm. our own little currency. And we take away marbles when they do bad things. And when they fill up the jar, we get to do something fun. And so my four-year-old gets five marbles when he poops on the potty. And so I get a lot of, mommy, I pooped on the potty. You got to come look. Right. And sometimes oh, I'm like. Oh, because he's got to prove it. He's got to prove it. Of course. Yeah. You know, because, you know, <laughs> you need proof, right, of these things. Right. Five marbles is like a lot of money to kids. And so sometimes I'll forget. I'll be like, oh, yeah, go to yeah, the cool. Bathroom. I'll be right there. Oh, no. <laughs> and then by the time I do get to the bathroom, it's not in this, the oh, state what it originally was. <laughs> or, or my other kids would have gotten to it first. And, and then it's smeared and it's it's not as nice oh, as geez. it originally was in its original form. So no, um, listen, I'll walk in one time and I'll see one with no toilet paper. <laughs> 
I'll be like, and I know which, exactly which kid did it too. <laughs> you know where clean clean up on yep. aisle. I know what's going on, and so I got to call him in there. And okay, dude, a couple things about this situation. <laughs> like, come on. Maybe it was just a real clean one. He didn't. He didn't even need. But you don't know paper. if it's clean until you try at least once, right? <laughs> You can't feel that it was That's clean probably anyway. True. There, there's probably something that you need to clean away from it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so. what's up? With what that? up with that? Flush the toilet, I, people, right. and don't blame your kids when you forget to flush the toilet. <laughs> no, that's no. You can blame kids. That's another good thing about having kids. You can blame them for those issues. <laughs> oh, that wraps up today's episode of Parent Savers. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to check out our sister shows on the New Mommy Media Network. We got Preggy Pals for expecting parents, the Boob Group for moms who breastfeed. Twin talks for parents of multiples and newbies for those going through it for the first time. This is Parent Savers, empowering, empowering new, new parents. parents. <laughs> this has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care. And should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.